0: Welcome to the Fuse Cup Meet the Coach Podcast, an opportunity to get to know the coaches and hear from those working in esports in education. Welcome to episode three of Meet the Coach Podcast for the Fuse Cup. We have an absolute cracking podcast today. Our next guest is a dear friend and one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. He's a highly experienced and accomplished e learning leader and has led some amazing innovations in his school. He's an active member of the Microsoft Innovative Educator Expert Community, and this year is a Microsoft Fellow. He's been a huge advocate for the Fuse Cup and Esports in Education, and we can't wait to share his thoughts with you today. So please, welcome Mr. Mark Savory. So, Mr. Mark Savory, welcome to our new podcast. How are you doing?
1: Thank you. Doing very well. Thanks. Excited to join you tonight. Yeah, thanks, man. And uh, look, I'm honoured to
0: have you on. I-, I listened to your podcast with uh, our mutual friend and uh, esports nemesis between you and on and <laughs> his uh, Just a Teacher podcast. And if you haven't, you know, to our viewers and listeners, if you haven't had a listen, um, I thoroughly recommend that you do it because... Um, yeah. It's a great podcast and your, your episode in particular is fantastic. But so, look, before we start, I just thank want you. to say thank you to you for um, not only agreeing to be a guest tonight, but also for your ongoing support. Um, you know, the, the work that you've done in assisting me throughout the whole year last year is just phenomenal and um, I can't thank you enough. You know, the, the, the finals that we had at your school were phenomenal. Um, the stage was great nothing was too much of an issue. We had a lot of fun putting it on um, and I really value not only your, you know, professional, uh, the professional relationship we have, but your, your friendship. So thank
1: you so much, Mark, for your support. Our pleasure. It's been really exciting seeing this journey unfold and, and develop and, you know, it's been fantastic to be involved in as a staff member, but also just seeing, the benefits that, that we really have seen, you know, in the lives of the kids and and those that have been involved over you know nearly three years now, so it's been great to be part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on those, you know, those benefits that you've seen because obviously the whole purpose of tonight is to really tap into your experience and and the things that you have seen with esports in your setting. So, look, before we get into you know the whole esports thing, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself as an educator and a bit of your background?
1: Yeah, sure. So I've um, been been in education for probably the last 16, 17 years, um, teaching in schools. My background is all primary teaching. Prior to that, I was involved with after-school care, before-school vacation care for about seven years. Um, So I've had this, you know, long time, I guess, experience working with kids and and particularly primary age kids and, and, uh, you know, there was probably two sides of my life, or, you know, music and, and kids. And I'd been doing, you know, I'd done a music degree and was doing aspects of music and gigging on the side. And then there was this side of working with kids. And it was only suddenly when I landed in a school, the two kind of combined. And I, I did a split role for a while doing, you know, music tuition and, um, and then a mix of music tuition and classroom teaching you know, doing both part time until I ended up sort of moving into the classroom full time, and then, you know, over a few years of different year levels and different roles, it landed me in what I'm currently in, in this head of e learning role, which I absolutely love. I would say it's my my dream job for the moment. Um, you know, getting to probably play with a lot of technology, but also you know, engage and look at how we use technology to enhance learning for our students and, and try and get the most out of that technology to enrich the learning experience for our staff and students at, at school. So, yeah. yeah. And look, it's um, it's very
0: evident at your school that you're, you know, really well loved, you know, your manner your with, with staff is fantastic, your manner with the kids. So it's uh, no surprise that you love your job and that and, uh, you're doing great stuff at your school because you know you're giving nature and you're just kind of inquisitiveness and creativity and i bet you know your school's probably tapped into your music side and you know got you to yeah. do bits <laughs> and pieces here and there it's a bit of a bit of a bargain having you know people that can do lots
1: of different things right? yeah yeah i'll agree you know we love the opportunity to still you know i obviously don't do as much music and and on the side with a family and two younger kids who your priorities over the years shift um but i love the opportunity to still you know get involved in stuff that's particularly that's happening at school as well with music where we can and yeah and and use that as well to to be creative in the classroom and in, in different things that we're doing so.
0: yeah and what about your history with gaming like you know where did that start were you a gamer as a kid do you still play now a little bit
1: yeah, well, look, I would like to still be playing now, but I need to wait until I've got two younger boys, as you know, and um, I'm kind of waiting till they're at an age that they can play the games that I would like to play. Yeah. But, yeah, thinking back to when um, I was a kid, um, it, it's funny, I, I didn't sort of grow up with a console, but we always had a computer, a PC, an old an old doorstop brick you know <laughs> that took up half the desk and it was color though it wasn't that old didn't have a color screen um but yeah it was funny our, our family was not into sort of gaming consoles I you know I used to love going to friends places that had have the you know the Atari or this yeah. you know um your sort of basic game systems back then but for us we, we didn't sort of grow up having that but Having the PC though, I I really got into PC games like your old Doom and oh, you know yeah, yeah, some yeah. of those yeah real old school you know Just, shoot them up you, things yeah, and things like but, that. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Jig Nick was great, um, and so and, and it's funny though because there was these old games like there was this this series of Space Quest and King's Quest. I don't remember those, but yeah yeah for those nerd, ones, i remember those you had to type in the control like you had to type move forward or yeah um, you know and so i learned to type and i type really quickly now from playing that game because if you didn't put the commands in quick enough you know you, you'd get killed so i kind of had this gaming experience uh, you know but it was more based around pc games and Um, and being very green-eyed, you know, going to friends or loving that opportunity to play on a different console. But it was funny because even as, you know, I got older, then into my teenage years and people would have these LAN parties and, you know, you'd get this whole... You know, hall of thirty youth just connecting their PCs, which I'm sure it's a lot more complicated than just playing online nowadays, um, as we know. But but yeah, it was still a great way to just connect and have fun over those games as well. So yeah, yeah that's
0: that's um, you know, growing up a kid of the '80s, you've really got a, a big experience of. <laughs> you know, what we thought was amazing gaming versus what's now. But, but one of the things is it gave uh, the common thread in the conversations I'm having with the coaches is it's really about that that social aspect and then it brought people together. So that's kind of a, a key focus of the Fuse Cup. Um, You know, when we started talking about launching the Fuse Cup, you know, you were one of the people that I, I was kind of sounding bored for me and I was like, hey, you know, what do you think it's going to be like? And you're, of course, you know, very encouraging and made me think of some things that I hadn't really considered. Um, but I really want to kind of go back to that, that that time and kind of explore, you know, what were some of those discussions that you maybe would have had with leadership at your school about involvement? Because one of the things we get asked a lot is, well, how do I talk to my leadership team about this? I think it's a great idea, but I need them to be on board. You know, do you remember what some of those, um, you know, kind of conversations were like when you first had them?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I think when when you're in a school and you go, "Hey, I want to start this lunchtime club. Is that okay?" You go, "Oh, great! Yeah, yeah <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna run it. Excellent! That's great." Uh, so, what is it? <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. I think it was more that aspect. Of, I had no qualms of starting a, a club up, but it was like, "Oh, what is eSports sports again?" And, yeah. Um, you know, and I think for me, like what I found over my years of teaching, like I, I remember going into a grade six class and, and going, Hey, we're, we're going to teach you how to build a website and we're going to use, you know, Weebly as a free, you know, website creator. And I remember one of the students going, Oh, Saviour, can I do it in Wix? Because I've been using Wix at home and I prefer that. And I was like, no, but, but hang on, I'm going to teach you how to, you know, and it's like we kind of have this perception that we're teaching the kids everything they know yet half the time you know and as we know with gaming kids are doing it at home anyway Mm. but if we can bring that into a context where we can put a positive nature around it we can teach guide nurture um then you know we should be because they're doing it anyway um yet we have such an opportunity to steer that in a real uh positive way and so i know you know with my discussions with the leadership school they they're right on board and probably because i've been there a little while and they they trust me um as well to you know to be making good choices for what what we're doing with the students and so runs on um, board well that's it that's it i hope so <laughs> i'm still there they haven't kicked me out the door here <laughs> Um, but yeah I think it was it was more that point of going oh well, is you guys just playing Nintendo <laughs> it's like well there's an aspect of yeah we are playing Nintendo but it's much more than that you know and so um, but again just with the number of kids that have been coming and, and the experience that we've had over the last three years have been incredibly positive and Again, as that has developed, you know, the parent support and even staff support um, for it has has been fantastic because they've really seen the value in it. Yeah, look, I just want
0: to um just want to clarify, you know, like the Fuse Cup. Obviously, esports has been around for a long time. We haven't invented esports, um, and there have been different forms of of that that schools have participated in. But yeah, we've we've only really been operational for a year, so um it's great that the people have it's not a brand new concept for some people but for others it very much is and um what about your students how do they respond when you first told them hey listen we're going to be participating in a a esports competition
1: yeah again the kids have been really excited and and normally the problem for us like you know one thing that we've loved in partnering with the Fuse Cup is, is one that it does run alongside the values of our college. Like we, you know, we're looking at the option of um, a high school, you know, esports um, engagement and um, the principal last year had said to me, oh, what do you think about this? Should they get involved with this university? And, and I said, well, look, we could, but they're playing these kind of games and does that actually run alongside you know, the values that we hold as a, co- as a college and what we want to, mm. you know, encourage and instill in our students. And if not, we'll know, you know. And yeah. so that's what we've loved, particularly even with the engagement of the primary students. Um, but the challenge for us has more been, again, you know, with the Year 5, 6 competition, we've limited it to Year 6 kids because we're already getting 30 kids and I've got to pick, you know, try and pick four out of that to compete, you know, and opening it up to year five as well. And we've seen that even just this last week, we we had our first esports, um, you know, meet up for the year, for the new year. And I mean, again, we had over 30 Year six kids and we had... Or probably around 47 and eight students that came uh, for us here and so suddenly you've got this wonderful problem (laughs) Um, but this challenge of okay well how do we you know manage all these kids so they can you know have a go they can be involved and and some you know just came and wanted to watch they just wanted to hang out because there was something about That environment, the you know the buzz, the bit of music, that atmosphere that was, I guess, attractive. Um, But you know, for the other kids, they were so excited to have the opportunity to do that at school as part of something they're doing at school, rather than just oh, this is what I do at home. Mm. You know, yeah. Yeah. And like
0: I think, as you said earlier, being able to have it in a structured environment where we can support the students and really demonstrate maybe some of the things that they may not be doing, you know, at home um, is really important. And and for us, the values of the Fuse Cup, you know, our background is education. So we've drawn a little bit of a line in the sand in terms of the types of games we want to participate in because they fall in line with our own values. So it's nice to hear that um, at your college, you know, that's the discussion as well. Not to say that, you know, it's right or wrong, some people, they just want to engage their kids. And if it's in, in games that the kids are playing, well, that's completely their choice. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, for us, it's it's really about that digital well-being and, and making sure that everyone is supported and, and we're demonstrating those positive gaming habits. So it's so cool to hear you echo that at
1: your college as well. Um, yeah, and, and for us, what we're driving, you know, in that esports across particularly five, six, and then, you know, year six and then into the high school now, you know as they get older in grade 11 12 if they want to mm. you know engage with things independently then go for it but we hope we can just establish that real positive um you know foundation first of well you know you know about digital well-being you know about cyber safety you know how to gain responsibly and what to do if you you have issues and you know if we can establish that Mm. um with the opportunity that we have while they're at school then hopefully if they do choose to engage with those kind of things or even just playing at home they've got that foundation to to stand upon as well
0: yeah which is you know the the basis of education right preparing mm. kids for world you know the are currently existing in and participating in and, and for us it's our opportunity to really help them in those areas mm. it's not just you know future areas it's actually things that they're doing outside of school already that uh, you know, sometimes they're not getting much guidance in. So, yeah, it's um, it's great to hear that echoed. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about misconceptions. Um, because you know we see the positives, and and we've been doing it mm-hmm. for a while. But have you kind of heard, or what do you think, in your opinion, have been probably some of the mi- biggest misconceptions that maybe parents may have had, or maybe even staff members around what esports is?
1: Yeah, look, we. To be honest, we had a lot of support from um, the parent body and, and other staff, like, or, you know, some, some <laughs> staff would walk past and I'd be setting up 15 minutes early just making sure my cards are working and, you know, they'd be like, hang on a sec, what, what's going on here? Yeah, that whole, wow, uh-huh. what's going on in there? But for the better part, we, we've had a lot of support from the staff and I, I think even the parents... Um, you know, if parents don't want their kids involved, then they'll say don't be involved. And, um, but what we have found, you know, for the students that we've invited to engage in the competitions against other schools, which just meant a half day out of school, we've had an overwhelming amount of support. And I think partly because it is becoming more you know, prevalent in schools, it's becoming more known in universities. Um, certainly globally, the the whole scale of esports has gone to a whole nother level, you know, in the professional realm. Um, But we have found too that the kids that have gone and participated in the competitions against the other school, they've understood that, well, hang on, you given an opportunity, but there's also that responsibility. You're representing Mm us. Um, You know, as a school, you're representing yourself in how you treat other people how you deal with winning and losing and um and i know i you know even a staff member at school whose son was involved last year um she has become one of my biggest supporters um because she saw how much that did for her son in in working through some of those things and the process of, you know, wins and what happens when you lose. And, (laughs) you know, I guess the the highs and lows of competitive sport, whether it's, you know, in in technology or, or, you know, in, in other types of sports. So yeah, we, we found that the parents of kids who have gone to these events, so we've had overwhelming support and, you know, go for it. So yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's um, you know, we've seen it, we've seen it firsthand, haven't we? We've seen those real teachable moments where, you know, student A maybe might need some support because they've not handled that loss very well, and they, you know, being mm-hmm. right there at that moment to kind of guide them and support them is um, is invaluable, really. It's a mm-hmm. lesson that they don't often get. So, yeah, that's awesome. What about um, what are what being some of the other benefits that you've personally seen um in your own setting with uh, implementing esports?
1: Yeah, look, I think, you know, there, there is a lot of, like, one of those aspects, it, it is such a relational thing, like any team that you get involved with, that you start meeting with weekly, whether it's your soccer team or the swim club or, you know, a band, you, you start building those relationships and you, um, you know, you have those opportunities for kids to connect. And I think, that's been something that's been I know has been a real value to the kids coming along because whether it's you know kids that you know aren't necessarily strong in academics or that find that they just find it hard to be out in the playground and don't connect with Mm. a really busy playground at lunchtime but they can come and connect with a, a smaller group of friends and you know have that bit of you know competition and they can have people cheering them on and excited and yeah, pushing yeah. them and challenging you know there's that whole just relational aspect of being and feeling part of a team um, that I know has been really valuable to the kids coming along and you know for some kids that, that do sit on the fringes a bit of, of just trying to find their place and you know where other things might not be their strengths, but they're really good at playing games. Great. Come along and yeah. And I know even for the kids that um, you know, we've got a couple that are really strong gamers, a few familiars that you know. Um, but again, there's been times in our training where I've said, do you know what? You're not allowed to play today. And they look at me like, what? (laughs) It's like, no, your job today is to get alongside other people and I want you to tell them your best, your top three tips and -hmm. then help them through it. And you know, giving kids opportunity for that bit of mentoring Feedback, yeah, and yeah. leadership uh, you know that you can within a team as well more than just you know it's much more than just oh we're playing a game and then we come and go you know
0: yeah um, that team, team aspect and that you know support of your peers is huge mm-hmm. um, and, and it's really cool to see that at our competitions and to see that you know you're embedding that into your training sessions as well because I think mm-hmm. that's probably one of the misconceptions that we are talking about a lot with people that it's not an insular solo pursuit this is a team pursuit where you are supporting and encouraging mm-hmm. each other even if you're not playing so those types of things embedding mm-hmm. into the culture of your school is, is really important um, have you heard any any surprising comments you know sometimes as teachers we get those mm-hmm. little nuggets where we kind of walk past and you might hear a kid say something that they you'd never catch otherwise but you just happen to be there have you heard of any of those in your school or, or have you had any observations when you've been watching the kids or seeing a kid who maybe did something you probably didn't expect
1: yeah i i think um you know one of the things for me that like i i enjoy hearing how the kids talk to each other when they're playing um, you know, and there are those times, it's, uh, you know, correctional times. I was like, hey, no, we don't talk to each other like that. That's like competitive and that's, that's fine, but that's not on. But the times where, you know, you it's not intentionally instructional, you know, as a teacher, but you walk past and hear, ah, oh, that was really good. Oh, you should try this or have you done this or great play, that was really good. And just hearing the kids encourage each other, I think has been really nice. But it's also interesting when you ask kids, you know, well, what is the eSports, you know, like or what's it about for you? The things that they come out with are all those similar aspects of teamwork and being able to, you know, have good friendships and encourage each other. And it's those things that we would, I guess, hope as a teacher, but you actually see coming into play um through their involvement which is great yeah that's so nice when you hear that when it's it's not forced it's just part
0: of you know the the environment you've created and obviously there's a bit of work that goes into that around being supportive Mm -hmm. and giving that feedback but it's nice when you kind of sit back and and you see it happening which is really cool yeah um what about i mean you spoke about you know the, the positive challenge you've had today of maybe having 70 kids turn up to a training session Um, and as you said, it's, it's a nice problem to have. It is a problem and it's something that Mm -hmm. I don't need to try and work around, but have you had any other kind of issues that you've had while implementing, um, at your school and, and do you have some advice for people who may be experiencing some of these issues themselves?
1: Yeah, look, I think, you know, venues always the big thing. Like there's a lot of schools, even for us where, you know, where we're a large P-12 school, I guess, but we still fight to find space, and you know, there's not a lot of schools that can have a a dedicated um, esports arena. Or, not yet. You know, if if you can, all power to you. <laughs> what skill are you at? I don't want to come visit. Um, well, but, I'll tell you know, totally like a bit...
0: few, if you like. There a few of them. Yeah. we're building an esports <laughs> arena. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so jealous.
1: Oh <laughs> no, you're right? Um, and it's always a you know it can be a real precious thing in school finding a space and then you know and we were using a room last year and that was turned into a different classroom for this year so we had to move spots and um just trying to look after the gear that you have and equipment so things don't go missing uh, can be a challenge but again for us we had bought a couple of nintendo switches um you know as we we engaged with a fuse cup and that's what we we're using and um but the more the challenge was okay well we've got those but we need more screens now how do we how do we get some more screens that we can connect them to and so you know we found a mobile trolley here we can pinch for this lunchtime. and so you know there is that little bit of setup um you know unless you've got a dedicated space that you can just leave everything Mm -hmm. out um there is that little bit of time and effort in a sense in just setting up getting it going but what i love as well is now you know, it doesn't take long where it's like, okay, boys, you set that Nintendo up, get the controllers paired, ready to go. Girls, can you get that one going? We just dance. Um, you know, and you get the kids engaged and put them to work. And they, you know, it's set up way quicker than you do anyway. So you
0: don't have to tell um, me about it. At the competitions, they wouldn't work without the kids. The kids are yeah. you know, contributing and helping and, yeah, yeah, they're awesome. And that's what it should be. It should be that partnership between you know adults and kids and, and leveraging each other's skill sets and being able to kind of work together to you know to yeah. for the betterment of everyone so it's cool that, that that's mm-hmm. happening there as well where do you see the future of esports and education mark i mean you, you've you been around the traps for a while you you know you're an innovative thinker you're you're respected for your you know thought leadership where do you see it going
1: oh, thank you i look i i certainly see it you know it growing in schools and and the potential for it to grow I think there's always that um, I guess balance of you know schools are a place of education and there's this you know there is a big focus on curriculum and things and and I find again it, it can be a lot harder particularly to get students out of class in senior schools than it is in the junior schools yet kids will have a day off to go and compete in a chess tournament or a debating tournament or a drama excursion or a you know swimming meet or a swimming Mm. carnival and you know so I think as the value of esports develop and and probably that profile in schools it I think it becomes more acceptable well yeah it is a valid thing to be involved with and to be able to invest that time and experience for the kids and Um, I think as kids grow in this area and see the opportunity to get involved with esports I think we're going to see some of those 10, 11, 12s that and you know it's already Mm. um, kids that are ranking really highly in these global professional esports leagues and um, you know that could be a student from your school. Um, So you know I think there's a fantastic opportunity for schools to embrace it and again it might not be that they can do it across every year level. And, and that's where for us, we've found targeting particularly year six and seven just gives us that real opportunity to introduce it, to develop positive skills around it, yep. give them the experience and then let it see where it takes them.
0: Yeah. yeah. And support them through, you know, wherever they want to go with it. Yeah. That's, that's, um, yeah. yeah, it's one of the things that we're hearing a lot and then that, that, you know, people in schools are looking for more kind of direct pathways to either professional um, you know industries or, or teams and then there's also the universities which we've touched on as well often mm. scholarships and, and all types yeah, absolutely of things.
1: So, mm.
0: yeah it's, it's gaining momentum in different areas and, and in more traditional areas as well which is a really interesting thing because I think that helps provide a little bit more validity for schools mm. and for parents because it's not just some you know crazy out there thing they can see hang on mm. there's, there's scope here. Now this okay. is the last question and it's um, it's a new one so oh I'm finally, scared yeah, yeah it's not about legacy don't worry it's okay, okay great, great. <laughs> um so finally i mean your your background is currently in, in e-learning right that's a kind yeah. of area that you work in what are some of the links that you might see to your area of expertise with esports
1: oh um yeah look i you know again as i said earlier our real drive um, you know with our technology use, at a manual is around this question of how is this enhancing um, the learning for students and so you know I try and frame our use of technology at the school whether we're implementing new bits of technology whether it's a cool gadget or you know well is it just a gadget is it doing something to enhance learning and Um, You know, and again, with these clubs and and use of technologies like esports, it's like, well, how is this enhancing? Is it building something into the students that they wouldn't have had Mm. without it? And um, arguably for the group of kids that we've seen really engage with it and come week after week. Um, no doubt that use of technology has enhanced their experience at school Um, it may not have taught them science or humanities but it's teaching them skills and how to communicate together how to work as a team how to collaborate you know all these 21st century skills that we're trying to instill in them as well but just through a different means um, through a different you know form of technology and so I've loved seeing that and yeah, yeah. we will right. we'll keep engaging with technology that's going to build something um, in our students. Uh, right. and this is why you're on the
0: podcast. You're an absolute. <laughs> uh, thank, you.
1: thank you. Hey, look that wasn't that wasn't
0: as painful as you thought. i yeah. Yeah, uh, not but, at all. <laughs> uh, it's always it's just a friendly chat. Hey, look. <laughs> thank you so much for being involved, Mark. Um, and again, thank you for your ongoing support. I, I really look forward to building you know, the relationship between the Fuse Cup and, and Emmanuel, we've got some big plans for this year as well there. So um, yeah, come on. We've got another, another great, uh, nabbed another great experienced eSports person as well. So your eSports department is growing.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm excited. We've, we've got two staff. And actually that's something is just, um, you know, back to a question before of, you know, advice for others as well. If you can get another staff member, mm alongside you as well it really helps and again it means you know if you do happen to be away there's somebody else that can step in but just having support to be able to get around the kids to help set up or pack up you know is really valuable so don't be an island try and get somebody else that can really support you and and champion esports in your school as well and it's always good to do those you know
0: clubs with people if you have the opportunity to so you can just bounce ideas off each other or just look at each other like, well, you know, you just kind of share that, that aspect yeah. of what it's like to to just work with other people. And, and it's great that you get that opportunity to as well. So, um, look, thank you so much for being involved. Hopefully, the Cups will remain at a
1: minimum. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
0: There's a fierce rivalry going on there and you've got to, you've got to snatch them off the hands of Ormerston.
1: Uh, Uh, absolutely
0: but we've got some you know we've got some great new schools joining our competition this year so um each division whether it's a gold coast primary school or gold coast high school or um you know brisbane or ipswich we've got a new ipswich one they're all growing um and um it's going to be really interesting to see you know the new new kind of teams coming in and and how that works so uh thank you again for your support mark thank you so much for for not volunteering, but agreeing to come on. I didn't have to twist your arm too much. You're like, yeah, okay.
1: That's um, no, a pleasure. That's, yeah. We really appreciate what you what you guys are doing at the Fuse Cup as well, and and the opportunity it's giving for particularly primary kids as well as high school to engage with that in in a safe, you know, environment that's really building those positive um, aspects into them. So, thank you guys. Uh, thank you. That's uh, that's our jam. That's what mm-hmm. we love doing. So.
0: Again, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mark Savory. (laughs) Thanks.